0: Hi, and welcome to Be The Flagship with our podcast host, Jeff Parsons. This is where we tackle the day-to-day talent management challenges you face, particularly in hospice and small healthcare organizations. And now, over to our host. Take it away, Jeff.
1: Hey, welcome to the podcast, Be The Flagship. I'm your podcast host, Jeff Parsons. This is episode six. It's called Creating Healthy and High-Performing Sales Teams. Uh, this week we have another guest speaker with us hoo! and so without further ado let me introduce our guest speaker Keith Carson today we have Keith Carson joining us uh, Keith a little bit about Keith he's a husband a father of four boys he's a native of Southern California he lives in San Diego and his work in the world is to empower individuals and organizations to see and do sales differently He began his career in medical device sales, and he helped start a medical device company from carrying a bag in the field to becoming the VP of sales eventually. His company is called Integrated Sales Solutions, and what he does is work with his clients to provide fractional sales leadership solutions. Keith earned his Bachelor of Arts degree from Furman University just down the road from Clemson University. Uh, and and so for those listeners who under, don't understand uh, college football in the southeastern United States, I will tell you that I'm from South Carolina originally, graduate of Clemson University, and we take college football very seriously. In fact, if you move to the state of Cal, uh, South Carolina, the first question your neighbor will ask you is, so are you a Clemson fan or are you a Carolina fan? And you'd better have the right answer. Uh, In fact, my two sons were born in the state of South Carolina, and on their birth certificate, I had to check a box, Clemson fan or Carolina fan. So we take that really seriously. Now, located about halfway between Clemson University and the University of South Carolina is a small liberal arts college called Furman University. It's a great school, has high academic standards, well-renowned in the liberal arts field. So it's a great school, and it's nestled in the beautiful foothills of South Carolina has a gorgeous campus. And I love their bumper sticker. Uh, So if you're ever in South Carolina and you're behind a car and you see a bumper sticker that says, a rose between two thorns, you will understand that they're differentiating themselves from all the drama and the noise from Clemson University and the University of of South Carolina. And uh, although Keith is from Southern California. He actually attended Furman University, and so did some of his siblings, I I hear. Uh, But Keith also earned his Master's in Leadership, Theology, and Society. So thank you, Keith, for joining us and welcome. My pleasure, Jeff. You gave a fantastic introduction, far better than I
2: could of myself. And I appreciate the uh, commentary on Clemson and Furman. Uh, I had a wonderful experience at Furman and uh, in South Carolina. You can just imagine a young man coming from Southern California uh, where all I've eaten is carne asada tacos and burritos, (laughs) heading back to Clemson and getting introduced to hush puppies and barbecue. uh, I enjoyed my
1: experience in South Carolina. Yes, indeed. And and the nice thing about it is that... When I talk about restaurants in South Carolina and the Greenville area of South Carolina, Keith knows exactly where they are. And uh, we're, in, we on, we're on a mission now to find a restaurant in Southern California that serves hush puppies. You so bet. if any of our listeners know of a place, <laughs> make sure you let us know. <laughs> but again, thank you, <laughs> Keith. My uh, pleasure. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is creating healthy and high-performing sales teams. And I have a number of questions for you, Keith, regarding that. So the first question I have is, you know, what do you mean by healthy and high-performing sales professionals? Yeah, let me start, off by just telling you, you know, I've spent
2: uh, just over 20 years in sales. And as you had indicated, I had gone from carrying a bag in the field to becoming a VP of sales and all along their way there have been questions that I have not been asking uh, myself about my profession and I've experienced a variety of different uh, sales trainings. Uh, I seek to be a student of sales so listen to podcasts, read books, expose myself to the content that's out there with regards to how to become a better sales professional but in my Mm -hmm. experience over the last 20 years the vast majority of the training for sales professionals is focused exclusively on how to sell okay and in it's my belief that the conversation we're having about sales is just simply not comprehensive enough and I don't want to diminish in any way the importance of acquiring sales knowledge and mm-hmm. sales skills, but in my own experience, as I reflect back on my success, I think there was a measure of it. There was a portion of it. There was a lot of it that could be attributed to how my beliefs influenced my behavior Specifically how my beliefs shaped the way in which I sold my product or service to my prospects. And so when I think about um, the combination of both healthy and high performing sales professionals, I've encountered both. I've encountered individuals that were high performing, but I would argue were uh, unhealthy And I have encountered those that uh, maybe were healthy and uh, had their heart in the right place, but were not high performing. I think those two need to be considered together. So my framework for this has been head, hands, and heart. And when I think about us as human beings, we're multifaceted individuals, right? We are mind, body, heart, soul, spirit. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, when we train our sales professionals, we need to keep this in mind because it is integral to forming sales professionals. We're not just individuals that consist of our heads or sales knowledge. And we're not individuals that just consist of hands or sales skills, but there's a heart component. There's a belief component uh, that I think can really um, kind of light a flame and a passion and a mission uh, and have that inform what we do. Uh, And I think there's no other... Uh, important place to be able to unlock that, talk about that, discuss it, than in the context of
1: hospice and healthcare. So what you're saying is that sales professionals should be reflecting the image of the values of your organization, correct?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: And the reason this is important, Jeff,
2: and I think important for uh, the executives that uh, oversee sales teams, uh, and especially those executives that are the um, kind of the the cultivators uh, of the company's values. Uh, any executive that I talk to that takes the time to establish the values of their organization are faced with the challenge of integrating those values ensuring those values trickle down into every aspect of the organization and everybody that uh heads out of your organization into the community into the public represents those values and quite candidly um Oftentimes I have seen organizations that have put up with sales teams and sales professionals that did not reflect the values of their organization, but back to what we were talking earlier, were high performing. Right? And I and I think um, especially in the context of healthcare and more specifically hospice, that we ought to be striving to ensure that everybody in our organization, including sales professionals, and I could even make the argument most importantly sales professionals, because they're oftentimes the first handshake Mm -hmm. with that prospect, uh, that we ought to be... um, thinking about and working on ways in which we can ensure they represent and image the
1: values of our organization. That's interesting, Keith. So please define what you mean by a healthy salesperson and why that's important. Yeah, uh,
2: healthy sales professionals. And and I think it's uh, a little difficult to define at times. It reminds me of uh, those moments in life where you know it when you see it right when you come across it mm-hmm. but um as yeah. i reflect on my own experience and the variety of sales of pr- professionals that i have bumped shoulders with over the years um most importantly healthy sales professionals recognize that there's something else going on in their interaction with the prospect there's something else at stake for you, and in the case of healthcare, for the patient, for the family, for the company, and as we know, that sales professional, and specifically in the context of hospice, um, it is that first handshake, that that first um, experience, potentially that either the prospect or, uh, the client, uh, patient in this case, or family might have with the organization. And, uh, it's important that that sales professional, uh, is healthy. Let me get into maybe just even a little bit more detail, um, about that, but I believe a healthy sales profession professional needs to hold a set of beliefs a set of convictions that causes them to sell differently. They're individuals and teams that sell with integrity. They're individuals and teams that put the prospect first. Okay? They're individuals and teams that deliver on what they promised and they don't overpromise or oversell. Um They are individuals and teams that are humble enough to admit their mistakes. Maybe most importantly, the prospect walks away from that experience uh, feeling differently about it than you do with typical sales experiences, right? In most sales experiences, I think, uh, the buyer oftentimes feels as if the sales professional is trying to pull one over on them okay right but when the when the when the buyer interacts with a healthy sales professional the buyer walks away feeling good about that interaction the buyer walks away feeling like i have another person in my corner i have someone else that is trying to help me Uh, accomplish my goals or solve this particular problem. And that sales professional is going to use their product or service
1: uh, to help me do that. That's an exceptional perspective Keith. Now when we've talked before you've mentioned things you've mentioned rituals or sales rituals so uh, take a couple of minutes and tell us more about sales rituals.
2: Yeah so one question you know, I would ask and have kind of asked myself over the course of my career is what are the rituals that shape my approach or in the case of your audience, your sales professionals or sales teams approach to sales? And when I think about the rhythms and rituals of our lives, you know, we seek to exercise to, uh, to develop, you know, healthy habits. Uh, family dinners can shape our children. Reading can make us smarter, or in my case, tends to put me to sleep. <laughs> our, our morning routine can shape the start of our day. And some of these rituals are seen, and some of these rituals are unseen. But they all naturally shape who we're becoming. Let me give you an example. I was talking to a friend who is uh, the VP of sales of a large healthcare technology organization. And we were discussing this question. And he was telling me about his motto for his life. And his motto is make a difference every day. And he's had this motto for some time and was sharing with me how it's profoundly shaped his approach to his life. He talked about it as if you can almost picture like the words on the top of his door of his house. And Mm -hmm. every day before he walks outside, he taps, you know, that phrase, make a difference every day, or he repeats that in his head and his heart. Mm -hmm. And that really framed up the way in which he was going to interact with others that he encountered. Well, those five words became a ritual over time that shaped the way he lived. Well. So let's put it for just a moment, Jeff, in the context of a sales professional. Okay. And I would I would ask um, sales professionals and teams and do this often. Um, what is something you could do before a meeting with your prospects that would prioritize their needs above your own? Or another question, what's something you could do before or while researching a company to help frame up the posture of your conversations with them? If your thought is... I'm going to do anything I can do in order to get this deal done. That's a very different posture or will drive a very different behavior with your prospect than if you said, I want to make a difference in the life of this individual and in this company today. Wow. Those are two very different
1: ways to start a conversation with your prospect. No, that's right. And, and I have witnessed sales departments uh, who achieve results, but they do so at a cost, right? They, 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 they get bottom line results while they're damaging the brand of their organization because of their approach in delivering those results. So those are great points, Keith. Um, so how... Does all of this connect to creating a high-performing salesperson and eventually, obviously, a high-performing team? Yeah, it's a great question, Jeff, and
2: I, um, you know, I think it really is a question of formation. And let me okay. elaborate on that, that um, we're really talking about how do we form and shape both healthy and a high-performing sales team, sales professionals. Uh And we need to do that by developing their head, hands, and heart. So we need to provide the necessary sales knowledge, things that they need to understand to be able to do their job well. We need to provide the necessary sales skills. So what are the tools that they need in their tool belt? to be successful. But we also need to be talking about our beliefs, our hearts. My experience is that our lives flow out of our heart. And how do these things actually shape the way in which we sell? We need to change the conversation. And I'm I'm not saying we need to diminish the importance of talking about acquiring sales knowledge and developing sales skills. That's the high-performing part of it. But I think we need to complement that conversation, add on to that conversation, and have more conversations about our heart and our beliefs and how that can form and shape us to become healthy sales professionals
1: and healthy sales teams. That's That's a great point, Keith. I've always believed from a leadership perspective, that you connect with your employees one heart at a time. And what you're saying is that that same approach really is used uh, within the sales profession is connecting with that referral source or connecting with that prospect and connecting from the heart, correct? Yes. Good. So- Agree wholeheartedly. Good. Um, I mean, it's been a great discussion. You've made some exceptional points, Keith. Um, so I, I have one last question for you before we close and, you know, understanding that our audience is primarily hospice and home health and other small healthcare professionals or leaders, if you had only one message to deliver to our listeners, what would it be and why? Ooh, ooh.
2: being with the dying uh being with older adults at the end of their life is sacred ground and that sacred ground is applicable not just for those who care for those individuals but for the sales professionals and sales teams that deliver the message of the organization to the prospects and my longing, my heart, my hope is that uh, sales teams become a reflection of the sacred work that is being done in hospice
1: and healthcare. care. Wow. Uh, that's a great point, Keith. Thank you so much. Thank you again for joining our podcast today, Keith. I mean, you've been awesome. <laughs> And uh, you've made some great points. So in the event that any of our listeners would like to get in contact with you, uh, what is your email address? Yes, my email address
2: is Keith, K-E-I-T-H. Every time I go to Starbucks, they spell it (laughs) K-I-E-T-H. Uh, they're probably thinking I before E except after C. It doesn't apply in my (laughs) So Keith K-E-I-T-H at C-S-E-E salesdifferently.com and that's also my website where you can find out more information about my fractional sales leadership solutions and I'd also encourage people to take a look at Uh, A recent forum that I've started called Integrated Sales Forum, where people can get the opportunity to be able to uh, talk more about how our uh, hands, head, and heart
1: shape the way in which we sell. Thank you for that. Yes, I encourage all of our listeners to go to his website. So that's going to be csellsdifferently.com, correct? Correct. Correct. Right. And you can email Keith at Keith at C-SalesDifferently.com. Thank you again, Keith. You have an open invitation. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the time. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let's move to a commercial. And then I know you can't wait. Jeff's moment to laugh. So don't go away.
0: Did you know that most employees quit their boss before they quit their company? At Flagship Talent, we take your bosses and create organizational leaders. We bring over 30 years of leadership development and coaching expertise to your organization and have developed leaders in most parts of Europe, mainland China, Thailand, and the Americas. We have also developed leaders in most industries, including hospice and other small healthcare. Our approach is always customized to your specific organizational needs. We utilize a leadership coaching approach for individual managers, identifying their skills gaps and providing just-in-time training to address the gaps. We then coach the manager in a way that facilitates the application of new learning and skills in their unique work environment and helps them overcome their specific challenges. We also offer customized leadership training on your site to develop your entire leadership team. We are committed to meeting your scheduling challenges and within your budget. Need a virtual option? We have that too. We offer online development for your managers and make it available on their schedule. To learn more, contact Jeff Parsons by email at jeff at flagshiptalent.com or by phone at 1-800-530-4189, extension 101. Your managers have the greatest impact on employee engagement, performance, and retention. What are you waiting for? Let's take your managers and create leaders.
1: Okay, so now the moment you've all been waiting for, Jeff's time to laugh. And uh, so there's a nurse, and this nurse told the parents of a newly born child, you have a cute baby. The smiling husband said, I bet you say that to all new parents. No, she replied, just to those whose babies really are good-looking. The husband asked again, so what do you say to the others? The nurse replied, the baby looks just like you. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye now.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Be the Flagship with Jeff Parsons. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did like it, please subscribe and share with others. Until next time, take the step to become the flagship in your marketplace.